This is Off the Break Podcast, presented by Silver Screen Insider. And welcome to the 99th episode of Off the Break Podcast. One more till 100. One more. Oh man, I can't wait till we get to the 100th episode. Uh, oh, oh, oh no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this uh, is Eric's yeah. <laughs> final swan song. Yeah. Yeah. Sad, sadly. Sad time. Bittersweet. For now until maybe later. Yeah. Well, yeah. We got to figure out technology. We do. <laughs> yeah. We're hoping. You know how long it took me to get Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> it's 2020 remote communications. But Easy. We, but we are hoping yeah. to have him back as a guest, of course. Uh, he's still going to be working with us. Yeah. As a contributor. But <laughs> yeah. he is going to be moving on to bigger and better things, though. Even though he's trying to phone in his job and not watch the trailers he's supposed <laughs> to watch. You know, I don't watch the trailers. Which is I like so, seeing them in the theater. Which is so weird to me. That's what we're yeah. going to do in our Eric segment. I'm going to talk about <laughs> you and trailers. Yeah. <laughs> Certain trailers that stand out to me, like the Green Knight, which maybe we'll gloss over very we briefly. We can talk about This is your show. They stand we can out talk and I'll be like, oh, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll watch that. But, you know, most of them, I'm like, I'm going to save this so that when I'm inevitably waiting 40 minutes before the movie actually starts in a theater, at least I'll be seeing things that I haven't already seen. Because... Oh, I don't know. It, I just at least there's some mystery. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> in that case, with, and I'll with, take whatever res- it, little mm. entertainment I can find. With reserved seating, you can just skip all that, though. Yeah, but you know, there's a couple know. of wackadoodles. I'll just take your seat for no reason. Yeah, They're and I don't there. like shuffling past people. I hate shuffling past people. So I'll, yeah, that's I'll still s- awkward. I'll still usually get there and just. Because I'd much rather be the person who's like, oh, here, let me move my knees so you yeah. can shuffle past me than be the shuffler. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> I'm always like, should I face them and like look them in the eye and be like, sorry, sorry. Or should I just give them my tush? Sorry. Yeah. Tush, tush in the face. <laughs> move your knees. The other tush will be closer. <laughs> tush might be insulting. I know. At least look the victim in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> right? Is that what you do? I no. always <laughs> giving them the tush. I always give them the tush. No, too. I try to do like a cold shoulder type thing, yeah. passive aggressive, because that's yeah. the way to go. <laughs> it sucks on like the super cramped IMAX theaters. If like, mm-hmm. I always get scared that I just have this intrusive thought of like falling forward, but the seats like like my, my legs breaking over the yeah. over the seat at the kneecap. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I really hope this doesn't happen right now. And then all of a sudden, then I won't be able to see the movie. <laughs> <laughs> but I wouldn't be able to see the movie. <laughs> I get that feeling when... Have you ever been to like a professional sporting event, like a football stadium? You have. I went to my first... Yeah, I went to my one and only football game last year. <laughs> yeah. And the... We just stood on like a slopey, snowy, slushy grass spot. Oh. We well, were on the bleachers for a little bit, but then we got kicked out. You got kicked out? Yeah. Apparently we weren't supposed to be there. I was just... we, th- The people I was with thought that, that their tickets for, were for that spot. Oh, but they were for weird. the totally okay. opposite side. Oh, okay. Oh. Well, like when you get to the really big stadiums, um, they're really. Like, oh yeah. I don't know. The slope is really high, and then, and they're all like all cement, and there's just nothing to grab you, and they're yeah. little teeny plastic yeah. seats, and. It's like so many things could go wrong. And right it's now. so <laughs> many like decks you could fall. Yes, that's what I. That's what I imagine. It's like how do have I how have I never seen somebody do that on accident. I think I'm sure somebody has. Yeah. Poor people. Well, what do we have on the 
on the roster today. I don't know. What do we have? Well, Kyle, <laughs> we <laughs> defer to you Why today. Why don't we just go back and forth? So I'm just like supposed to lead this thing? Between, I apparently. Well, you're normal. Aren't you the rundown guy normally? Yeah. Who's going to be our rundown guy now? I guess. I don't know. So I'll do a quick rundown. So obviously this, we're living in a post-Oscars world now. Mm-hmm. But before that, Kyle went was able to catch an early show of Sonic the Hedgehog. That's true. Um, so I can't wait to hear your thoughts on that. I know. We'll, we'll, we'll talk over those Oscars for the last time. It'll never be for the last time. Until, until the next Oscars. We're in a post-Oscars yeah. world, and yet we're in a pre-Oscars world, if you think about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, there are, I've already seen t- potential 2021 Best Picture nominees. Oh, you know I have, too. Ugh. <laughs> and then we've got uh, everybody's going crazy for that Robert Pattinson Batman camera test. And then I'm really excited for that one. <laughs> these two, I guess, want to talk about me which and i feel really awkward saying out loud. yeah I, all things eric is what I, we called it i hate saying that <laughs> so kick it off kyle sonic the hedgehog uh sonic is about what you expect it to be a harmless kids movie that parents won't be uh rolling in their graves over but the kids <laughs> will be able to be entertained for 90 minutes Perfect. um yeah jim carrey is great so for our age group that's like perfect that was, that was my, oh yeah that was, that was my be first question point. was yes. was he back in true form he's back in like classic pure 90s jim carrey form Ugh, and good. it's such a delight he every dull moment that happens in the movie he picks it up and just chooses cool. the scene <laughs> um ben schwartz is great too as sonic like he I, I, from what little that i know of the character he gives it his all and he he Sounds like Sonic. What do you mean you've seen the movie? You should know everything about Sonic now. <laughs> you think, but there's so much more. So much mystery? So much mystery. Yeah, I was a Nintendo guy. I don't know anything about Sonic. Yeah. I, I Except just, he collects I rings and he runs around slopes. And he can, yeah. yeah, and he can do the loop-de-loops. Yeah. Yeah. Ba- basically, that's for me, too. But from what little that I do know of the character, seems like he pulled it off very well. So cool. props to him. Um, uh, the story, I think it, it'll work for kids. I think kids will just be entertained by the character of Sonic, not so much by the story, which is kind of a shame because, like, the first two minutes is, like, really cool, imaginative type of world-building stuff that could be explored, but instead we get a buddy road trip movie after... <laughs> uh sonic comes to earth tried and true formula yeah try yeah it's pretty much just that uh type of formula that type of story that i've just have seen from many of these other type of kids movies and many more um but again it you know kids will be fine with it they'll enjoy the character at least but i think i don't know for a kids movie there's so much more that you can do with that character and probably its world that they probably should have gotten over just such a by the numbers type of story such as this how was the animation? That's the uh, second big question. Jim Carrey, the animation. Miles better. It's not a nightmarish <laughs> fever dream of a design anymore for Sonic. It is like how it should be. It's a perfect design for that character. And Does they it... went back to it and it works very well for uh, a live action movie. Is it ever revert back? Like, does it? Yeah, like do they, they forgot are to they really render just a frame? Just one scene, it just suddenly yeah. like flips in and out. <laughs> Luckily not. That would be hilarious. Luckily not. Yeah. Oh, and apparently there's a after credit scene. I call. Oh, I, I did called. Not... I called what it was exactly as soon as he told me what it was. Oh yeah. I was like, okay, so I'm did, assuming because I was told by someone else what it was. I was like, oh yeah, that's like, I know. I just said. I, I know. I just said. I know next to nothing about Sonic, but I know some of the other characters. I know yeah. there's Sonic. I know there's Tails. I know there's Knuckles, and I know there's Shadow. Yeah. And Tails is kind of his buddy buddy, like a sidekick. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. He was like a, a fox with two tails. Yeah. That he they, flies I don't planes. know what its gender is. I, I always thought I think Tails it, was a girl, but maybe he's a guy. I think I don't know. Tails was a boy, I thought. I don't know. But 
yeah, the end credit scene is Tails comes into the human world through. Yeah, I have not seen it. I just heard that's what it was. Um, so it's definitely sequel bait. Oh yeah, for sure. Do you think it'll do well enough to warrant a sequel? Um, I think its opening will be. That's hard to just judge in February. Yeah, it I is. think it's, I think its opening will be pretty strong. Uh, I don't know what its longevity could be. Not great because it's got onward on the beginning True. of March. And so yeah, my but that's was always... but that's about two weeks uh, till that movie. So there's still enough yeah, time. But there's lo- enough leeway to where I'm it saying, could. Though make it you're asking still. about longevity, and it's got two weeks, and then onward. Well, and then I guess long. beyond the two weeks, yeah. The, the audience that are going to go see this are all going to go over to onward. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Unless like some of the people who really want to see Jim Carrey stick around. Yeah, but even still, that'll just be for the two weeks, probably. My theory was always, I thought that the biggest attention that this movie got was with the whole animation debacle. Yeah. And I I, I thought that people just wanted to participate in that story, but then no, were they actually going to go see the movie? I don't know. Oh, yeah. There's been a, quite a bit of interest in it, and it's a great weekend. I think... You're gonna True, see isn't it a three-day weekend? Yeah, it's a three-day yeah. weekend. You'll see a bigger gross because Monday is President's Day yeah. and kids have that off. Mm-hmm. So your Sunday gross is an extra week and day, and I think you're going to get it. That's bump. true. I didn't take that into account. I mean, I'm sure it'll 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 probably be our number one movie this weekend. Yeah, seeing how Birds of Prey performed last weekend, I think for sure it'll be number one now. Quick tangent. Did Birds of Prey officially change its title? That's yes. what I heard. Uh, Har- not, Harley Quinn so, colon Birds of Prey. I think oh, which just um, changed that on our site no, then too. It, well, it hasn't been not, changed anywhere else. It's not an official like official change. It oh. was just ticketing platforms. That's and what I thought. Yeah, I changed saw it, on the, it because it, the title was just too long. Yeah, I looked on our okay. on our Regal Showtimes and it said Harley Quinn colon Birds of Prey. I was yeah. Like, what? Yeah, but I think they they called. changed it's called it Birds of Prey Harley Quinn in ticketing <laughs> software and some other. Um, places like that but it's not an official oh. name change yeah they're probably okay. like this title may be stylish but people people know harley quinn they don't know birds of prey yeah let's just slap that on there so I they know what it is part of it was a post marketing change too because it's what they did with uh, edge of tomorrow like, yeah on the dvd yeah, release right. they changed the title to live live die repeat <laughs> that's right they did do which that. is what it was supposed to be to be the beginning I think so, because the book is called that, isn't it? Yeah. The book's called, uh, well, it, it re- I think it was a Japanese manga. I think it was All You Need Is Kill. Oh, that title's oh, yeah, even better. Right. Yeah, All You Need Is Kill. Oh, what? That yeah. title's so that much title better. Was, I don't know. That's a tangent. That title's all over yeah. the place. Anyway, but I just it's saw that, and I was that. confused. I was like, wait, did, did they just change the title? Um, hmm. Yeah, sort of. I think it it served two purposes, to shorten it and to give it that, like, this is a Harley Quinn movie, because people, there was some confusion, because there just really is no conscious knowledge of the other characters, no. and they didn't do Not a very all. good job at all of setting those characters yeah, up. All of the advertising and marketing was all about Harley Quinn, Yeah, but then the title, because nobody, most think, people aren't going to read that little parenthetical, right. that super long thing. I think that kind of hurt the movie, too, because... They just didn't do enough to give you get you interested in these other characters and and Harley Quinn's a great character, but maybe not to cut for a whole movie by herself when you don't care about anybody else. Yeah, there's she a different. Yeah, there's a difference between like if it was a Harley Quinn solo movie, but if it's marketed as an ensemble movie, but 
it's really Featuring just Harley a Harley Quinn. But it's really yeah, focuses on Harley Quinn. The like now it's kind of what Kyle was saying. All the other characters kind of get shortchanged. Yeah, yeah. It kind of brings a whole experience down a bit. It makes sense why the trailers were the way they were. We saw eighty what eighty five percent of Harley Quinn probably, and yeah. the rest was the side <laughs> characters and. Yeah. yeah, it kind of makes sense because that's what the movie essentially and, was. And mostly it was Ewan McGregor. <laughs> yeah. The oh, villain. He, and, oh, he was so good. I still love him. <laughs> have you seen it yet, Eric? Birds of Prey? Yeah. Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey? No, I have not. <laughs> have you seen Birds of Prey and whatever the long title is of Harley <laughs> Quinn? Fabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Yep. No, I have not seen it. <laughs> I have not seen that one version? either. No. <laughs> Neither have I. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm getting all judgy over here. Why somebody's not doing their job? <laughs> <laughs> Eric's like, it's the last day. It's the last Carl's day. said everything day. that yeah. needs to be said. I think I summed it. up pretty well. He would have liked McGregor. I want to try, if I or have time this week. <laughs> Not McGregor. Never yeah, mind. Let's what? just keep going. I, think I'll <laughs> I don't try know why to get, I said McGregor. Get the boys to Sonic this weekend because I think they'll really like that. Yeah. It, again, it, it, it's good for kids. Um, mm-hmm. I, I just think that there was so much more potential to start off a potential franchise, but oh well. Get creative well, with it. Yeah. They don't hire me for that, so. I got my Oscar nominees checklist. Yeah, let's get these SSI Oscars out of the way. Oscar nominees checklist. How many did you get right? Well, <laughs> I could have guessed way more than this. I didn't get very many right because this is who I wanted to win, I know. not who I thought was going to win. Or that's why Eric and I did both. You're always a winner. Yeah, <laughs> I did. I my the ones I guessed two, on who I thought three. would win, I missed three. I got twenty one out of twenty four. I think four. I, I think I picked uh, sixteen correctly out of who I thought would win. And weirdly enough, the ones who I wanted to win did win. It was oh. like the one year where actually <laughs> what I wanted came true. I got six. Hey, uh, hey that's, that's pretty that's good. That's almost though. two digits. That's almost. It's a little bit past halfway to two digits. I didn't even guess on some of them. <laughs> so that didn't help me either. But um, we can get into it. Parasite Yeah, the won. talk of the town. Parasite kind of. Sweeping it. Yeah, it was nominated for six. And I think it won four. And all yeah. four of those were pretty major awards. Obviously, best picture, best director original screenplay and international film yeah Yeah. which i was so happy about i forgot it was a name change from foreign language to international i didn't really notice until they mentioned it i was so happy when that happened like beforehand it i just you know i I think i mentioned it on the podcast but on that article i was like i just have this hunch there's feeling in the air i think the underdog's gonna come out come out and surprise everybody man i did not think it would win we got told ahead of time no everybody was saying 1917 Oh, Except you're talking about the, the leak. Yeah, the, the, leak. the leak tweets. Uh, yeah, about I think it. that turned yeah. out to be. I think that was the actual results. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so now we know that the Oscars do, in fact, know who the winners are ahead. Of yeah, time. ahead of time. A big conspiracy. Yeah, we need to investigate. I still am blown away that Parasite won both. I think it's really cool. Film and international film, and I agree. Like it is really cool. I just did does not that, think they would actually do it, and they did. Does that? You always wonder. Does that speak to Parasite being just such a superior film? Because there were some really good nominees. There were. Or is it just that people were ready to like shake things up? I mean, a it's probably both. both, but that's why I love the fact that it won because it is, in my opinion, I do think it's the best movie of those nominees in almost every way. It's the most original. It's just, it's the most entertaining. It's the best written, the most unpredictable. But it also just happens to be an international film and ha- yeah. it happens to have the opportunity to make history and i think that it's really cool that it did because i would roma you know fine made movie 
And part of me, before, but it doesn't. It, it can't really reach out with its story as exactly. much as Parasite it's, did. It wasn't the best movie of the year, and there was yeah. a little bit where I thought it was going to win, and I thought it was going to win because they were like, "Hey, let's show how willing we are to take risks." Yeah, and I'm glad it didn't win, but this one absolutely deserved it. And yeah. I agree. I'm just yeah. I loved hearing all of their speeches. You know, all all, the, all of the Parasite wins their speeches. None of them talked about. You know, they didn't try to like preach anything or talk about any of their own personal messages. They, they were just so they were just so happy to be there. Yeah, and they were right. just so grateful. And I loved Bong Bong's uh, shout out to Martin Scorsese, where everybody like stood up and gave him a standing ovation. Was, yeah, oh, that was really this cool. is what it should be about. And it should be about to Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, he's like, hey, thanks, Quentin, for seeing my movie and getting people to even know it's a thing. Should be about movies and the love of movies and the art instead of having rich people be on soapboxes yeah <laughs> who would have thought yeah weird huh <laughs> there were some really good speeches by the um the people that won like best costume and best yeah those things the little guys like, always have the best yeah they speeches. are yeah. they have the most gratitude they're the most appreciative to be yeah. there yeah because no one really notices them or that stuff to begin one with. of my favorite things ever this was several years ago before the whole scandal but louis ck was up there uh presenting i think it was like best short documentary mm-hmm. or something he's like this is my favorite award because you know that the people who are up here like i forget what he says but he says this award is going home in the back seat of a honda civic <laughs> like, <laughs> like these people these people like work their whole lives for this this is everything to them yeah i like the lady that won for the girl riding learning to skateboard oh, in yeah, a war yeah. zone yep. yeah her speech was it was a little political because she had a political documentary, but mm-hmm. not in a preachy sort of way. It was just in a, you know. For yeah. sure. It, I just liked it. It was just. It showed that she actually knew what she was talking about instead of someone yeah. being like, oh, we should save trees because trees are so important. No, she it's just, like, and that she here. really felt and had a connection. Yeah. I mean, to create a documentary like that, you have to put yourself out there. Mm-hmm. I don't have a big problem with them using their opportunity to talk about things that are important to them, but. It's so hard for me to get past my cynical side where I'm, yeah. I I I, oh, I just sure. start judging them. I'm like, come on, you, like, yeah, you can't relate to any of this stuff. I think it works better for social media than it is for like award shows. You see, yeah, the, my 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 cynical mind is like, you're just doing this so that they're fit. You you'll trend on Twitter and people yeah. will make responses like, preach, yeah, fight this, the power. This is what this this is this a hundred percent. Yeah, ugh, it's the worst. <laughs> but yeah, Parasite was obviously the biggest thing. I'm super happy. Congratulations little, to all them. I was yeah. disappointed Quentin didn't get more praise. I was, I was a little, I was a little sad for him too. Because I felt that movie because I haven't wanted to see his movies, but that one I wanted to see. I enjoyed it. It was more. It was just more accessible to yeah. a wider audience, while still being very creative, very original. Oh yeah, very well done, superb acting. I just, I feel like it should have got more praise, but I feel. It, I wonder if there's just not this kind of industry, not backlash, but just they're like, okay, Quentin I, did his I thing. I don't know. I think it's he just, I think movie. he just got unlucky yeah. being in this same year as Parasite. I feel like if Parasite wasn't in there, maybe it would have gone to 1917, but everybody in the Academy, especially after reading all those ballots, um, they all loved Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And after thinking about it and seeing it multiple times, it might be my favorite Quentin Tarantino movie. Mm-hmm. I, I love it so much. And it is the saddest thing to me is that you know this is his ninth movie. He's always said he's only going to make ten, but now he's sort of being like, well, maybe this could be my swan song. 
And if he doesn't win anything for the 10th one, you know, he'll never have won a best director right. or a best picture. Yeah, arguably you know, being one of he, the most iconic yeah, directors. Easily. Yeah, most influential, most most iconic, most likable. You yeah. know, everybody likes him. He's he's such a dork. You can't not like him. Yeah, it's it, it always that what has always been something that makes you feel like Oscars are out of touch. Like yeah. they they don't really praise the be, you know the best in the industry at at the moment and they Not try the time, they no. try to get you like with leonardo dicaprio and revenant they try to get yeah. you on one sometimes the legacy award happens to be for genuinely their best performance right but when it's obviously not their best whatever then the yeah. legacy award is just kind of like come on man there's times where you can kind of see through it and times where it does feel warranted I for feel, sure i wish we Lots didn't have examples. to just give one out i wish we could give like a you know have more nominees and give like a top 10 or a top five i wouldn't have a problem with that just like, you know what? Yeah, Bong Joon Ho, your script is amazing. We're giving it to you, but also Quentin Tarantino, get up here. Yeah, yours was just as great in its own way. <laughs> right. I feel. I wonder if a change like that wouldn't inspire more interest and stuff. Maybe. I don't know. This was. I don't know by how big of a margin, but this was the lowest watched Oscars in I think in history, and it's only been Probably. going down. I it's think. only been going down. Yeah. Maybe and it I, bumped up a little bit when they didn't have a host, but. It's it's just back for to going, the interest. It's yeah. back to going down, and I'm not surprised. I think host or no host, I just think people are starting to care a little less for these award shows, especially since yeah. we can see these speeches online now. Like they exactly. don't need to sit through a three hour. I think that's one of the show. biggest things. And you see the all the outfits and dresses, and yeah, it's yeah. all they care. It's all there. They care how celebrities look, not how, or, or the majority of people yeah. who watch it would care more about how celebrities look than the red carpet show. seeing the movies that they haven't seen. Right. And if I want to see celebrities that aren't nominated, I'll just go on their social media yeah, pages it, exactly. and it, see videos. Yeah. So it, there's a little yeah. bit of that. There's a little bit of they don't reward the movies people actually go see, which is just a long running thing. Maybe you'd be more interested if, you know, Avengers got more nominations or that maybe, sort of thing. You know, yeah. It, you I, never know. I read the one like record it broke. It was it it's now the the highest grossing movie that was also nominated for an Oscar to not win. I for, it was a really niche award, but yeah. it was it was just a stupid clickbait article. But it it, it was like a stat, quote unquote. Yeah. That's not really a stat. Yeah, I I saw that too, and it, it's whatever. Um, I don't know for them for the show like trying to appreciate art for art's sake. Like I think they did make the right choices. Um, yeah, it, the debate about you know that we've had about mm-hmm. how to get movies that people have seen be able to be a part of the show and it's just a tough one to have yeah maybe that's why if they gave out more than just one you could then give out like the third one to the one that grossed yeah. it does it devalue everybody else's award if you i don't give think out it devalues like three? anything because i mean the no. whole the whole idea of the best of the best is completely arbitrary because yeah. How are you going to compare movies that are so different? Right. Well, yeah, we were true. talking about this, and you went back 10 years and, and saw the best picture winners for the last yeah, 10 all years. Yeah, all the winners and nominees over the past decade. Yeah, and it's films like The King's Speech in tw- starting in 2010, The Artist in 2011, Argo in 2012. Yeah, I was just curious because like, I have, I've, talking, I've spoken okay. a lot about how yeah. much I, I loved the good majority of this year's nominees more than most years, at least recent years in terms of like, I feel like I will remember these better. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, w- I decided to go back and cause you know, every year 
there's always good movies every year. Mm-hmm. And, but, you know, time, it's inevitable that you're going to forget about a lot of them. Oh, for sure. So I was just curious to go back and see which ones actually stuck out that yeah. I remembered. Yeah. Because, like, in 2010, I was saying that in many ways, I feel like Inception and the social network, but Inception right. on, like, a, on a, Huge, a, on a broader scale. scale. Yeah. Toy, that Toy was, Story 3 That well. was the kind of movie where everybody yeah. saw it. It was the zeitgeist. There were references. There were memes. There were, you know... We still use the term like like we need to go deeper or like blankception. Yeah, you know it's it's just a the spinning thing. Uh, yeah thimble or whatever it's, that thing was. I I will not forget or that spinning movie. Top. But the King's Speech, I couldn't tell you the last time I thought about that movie. It was a fine movie when I saw it. I yeah. liked it a lot, but it's so fleeting. And then you know like for example, I don't know. I mean, I never saw the artist, but in 2011, I don't think that's one that a lot of people really no, remember. Though I feel no. like that was like a a big like in the Hollywood because it was in black and white. It's a black and white silent and had, yeah. And I had a dancing dog. I mean, I think people yeah. out of that year probably would have remembered The Help or Moneyball more than The Artist. Yeah, The Help oh. was a huge movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Maybe that, that, Hugo. That launched uh, Jessica Chastain's career. Now she's one of the Olivia, most celebrated um, actresses. What's her name? Oh, uh, no. Uh, Octavia Spencer. Oh. Octavia, yeah. yeah. Spencer. I mean, that was big. And that played everywhere. All quadrants mm-hmm. oh, yeah. played that. It's just it's yeah it's interesting to see the movies that end up outlasting the other ones even if they were best picture winners. Yeah, I think the year like in twenty twelve Argo winning was probably really good. That was Django, a big crowd pleasing movie. A lot like Django Unchained. It was yeah. one of Quentin's best movies. I love Another ever. I love Django Unchained. There was a lot of people that went to Les yeah. Miserables as well. Yeah, I think Life of Pi and Lincoln also actually. Did, were pretty big movies they too. Were, it, it was a good year commercially. These Zero movies, Dark 30. yeah, did commercially. I would say these movies did really, really the, well. Yeah, that when might I look be at the best that, commercial year. When really. I look at that list, though, the only one that I personally remember, and you know, is probably Django. I've gone back to Silver mm, Linings yeah. a couple times, but I really love Silver Linings. Yeah, this was a great year. I love this category. You, I love this group. But I mean, yeah, that's just that's kind of what I'm saying. It's it's. But if you had had like in these groups. Um, say, let's see, what's a good year? Like 2014, you, it was Birdman, but really the one that I still talk about with clients today is American Sniper. I have so many people that say (laughs) that was their highest grossing film that year. It was. I think think of those nominees, it was. Yeah. Yeah. That was a phenomenon. It it worked really well amongst very certain markets. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I, in many ways it's very memorable for its robot baby. Um, yeah, that's right. And just the controversy around it and the actual, what's something Kyle? Some, Chris Kyle? Oh, Chris, Chris Kyle. Kyle. Uh, I didn't like it a whole lot, but it it's, yeah, it's just interesting seeing whether or not you like it or not, what movies right. stay in the conversation. Mm-hmm. Like go in the history books. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes that does come down to uh, the box office as well. Yeah, sometimes. Or how a movie plays you out. You know what? 2016... Not a good year. None of those films are at the box office. Yeah. 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 None, none of them of, were great. La La I Land, think. maybe. La La Land was very big for Lionsgate at the time. I mean, it was. Yeah. I saw Arrival. That was that made quite a bit of money for what it was. I mean, yeah. that Super maybe Bowl, not in our markets, but that Super Bowl Walmart commercial had an Arrival reference for like a solid ten minutes. Oh, I didn't see seconds. that commercial. I read about it though. It was weird. Yeah. <laughs> like I mean, it was like Men in Black references and Lego references. It's like, okay, those make sense. A lot of people know. And then like a rival ship appears. I'm like, wait a minute. That was a bad I don't year. think people will 
20, uh, no, that right was away. pretty good. Shape of Water. It's 2017 had, I would say, the most commercial in, of the independent films. Like, Shape of Water was very commercial. Lady, Bird. Lady Bird played, Lady played, Bird. played yeah. pretty well in a lot of and places. And Three Billboards did really good. How did Call Me By Your Name do? Not great. Probably not. Really? <laughs> yeah, that's That was Sony Classics, niche. too. And that's kind of funny, though, because people blew up about Chalamet and um, I, that movie. Yeah, Maybe it was just in the more artsy circles, but that's it, really where he blew up. Period more artsy circles. Yeah, maybe that was it then. Dunkirk was good. Yeah, Dunkirk. Yeah, Dunkirk. Can't doubt Christopher Nolan. Mm-hmm. No. The dude makes what he wants, and it always, it always turns out. Then 2018 Green Book. <laughs> I mean, Black Panther was a great, mo- a big movie. Bohemian Rhapsody was huge. Stars Born. Stars Born. Vite. I mean, they are all good. They all played well in their certain markets. Yeah. It's just I don't know. There's like three factors. The one that wins Best Picture, yeah. the movie that most people saw, and then the movie that eventually is like still talked about. Right. And sometimes it's the most the one that made the most money. Sometimes it's the one that won Best Picture. Sometimes it's none of the above. Yeah. One thing's for sure is that it's not an exact science and we can't figure it out. Nope. <laughs> no, I <but laughs> yet. More and more Hopefully. I like the idea of, of awarding multiple. You know, maybe three max. A gold, not, silver, and bronze. <laughs> no, not like that, because that rank, it still ranks yeah, them I, as the priority. The idea of ranking movies is just so silly to me. Yeah. But, I mean, we do it. It's yeah. not like... Because I, I, I'm one of those people. I love to just list things out. I don't know why. No, I don't same. know why I like doing that as much yeah. as I do. It Lists organizes your life and, a, and your yeah, thoughts. Yeah, it, it compartmentalizes it. helps me remember everything that's happened over the past year. Yeah. But when you try and pit them against each other, it's, it's like, what are you doing? Yeah, the, I mean... They're so different. Just two completely different movies. I it's remember hard in 2018, I was like, "How how am I supposed to how am I supposed to compare uh, Paddington Two against?" Well, I mean, you guys never saw Mandy, but like, right. I love both of those movies right. so much. They could not be more different. <laughs> how how like was Nicolas Cage's performance better than this little animated bear's performance? <laughs> I don't know. It's, but gosh darn it, we're still gonna list them anyway. <laughs> we're we're gonna figure this out. Yeah, in a perfect world, I'd, I'm not. I'm definitely not opposed to that multiple awards thing. But then at that point, it's like kind, kind of admitting that the Oscars is just a big failure. It kind so, of ruins the point right. of it too. Like you do want to award the best, the everybody quote wanted, unquote yeah. best of the best. And they want it, it to be nice and neat, and you know, honestly, set. that 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 could be what you're thinking of. What the Golden Globes are doing and what they should do even more because I. I don't think many people in the industry really care about getting the Golden Globe or not. I think it's just mostly for audience and uh, those who like award shows. I think it's just for them to watch. So you, you yeah. could probably do it there. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, okay. But it's, a, it's the <laughs> forum. Well, oh. <laughs> the Golden Globes is judged by the for, uh, Foreign Press Association. So I just I think the judging pool is not is so small and easy to be manipulated. So but that's think, that's what I mean. I mean those audiences that are watching it don't know that anyway. They just see it as a fun party and seeing people thinking that they win the best of the best. And I would also argue that the categories are different, it's like best ensemble and yeah. cast and just they're a little off. I think And I they've like, got all the T V stuff. Yeah. Yeah. When you include the T V stuff, it kinda takes away from the film stuff. It does. I mean, probably. They take away from each other because it's not like the whole thing is dedicated to film. Yeah. I just think the idea that of what we're kind of trying to come up with is more accessible for Golden Globes than for like the Oscars. Probably, but. But it, it would know. still be hard to master, but I think it's just at least be more accessible. 
So yeah, that was that was that. Those were the best of 2019. Yep. And the full list is on Silver Screen Insider as well. All of the um, acting nominees went pretty much exactly as expected. Yeah. Yeah. No surprises in acting. I miss Brad Pitt's speech. It was pretty. I mean, it was pretty good. Yeah. That's the one I missed. Not political. I I don't think it was fine. I mean, it was. It opened with like a Trump joke. Oh, did it? Oh, I missed that. Um. Well, it was an impeachment joke. Yeah. But uh. Oh wait, yeah. Um. And then what were did you guys watch the Oscars? I watched yeah, I watched, most I of watched it. the whole ceremony. Yeah, I, I was up. out of the room for uh, Laura Dern's speech. Her speech wasn't too bad. It was pretty good. It was okay. I thought that the I really enjoyed the um, best song performances throughout the night. Yeah, I thought those Th- were really good. Those were all really good. And. Um, and then Eminem came on and did his rap, which <laughs> that was, was just the big so surprise. Like, random okay. and you're 17 years late to this, but yeah. okay. And then I it's loved... not even an anniversary, like a 20th anniversary. It was just 17 years later, right? We just <laughs> we're like, we should hit, make this a little bit more hip, and he's willing to do it now. Yeah, we'll get this kind of out of touch, out of the limelight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of cringy rapper. dude. <laughs> But I liked Bill, and then song's I still good. to Billie Eilish in the audience, and she's like, "Who is this?" You know <laughs> that she knows who it is. He is, but not really. <laughs> Isn't she only like seventeen? She just oh yeah, she, yeah. She's very young. <laughs> I don't know. I think she wouldn't. Maybe she wouldn't recognize him from like a distance in the crowd, but I think she would know who. Well, I if you're is. in the industry like she is, you're gonna know who he is. I yeah. Barely recognized him with a beard though. He's had that beard for a while now. Yeah, has he? It's yeah. a look, man. It's a I, look. I uh, it was like, is this old man? I think he had shady? that beard when he did that really cringy anti-Trump freestyle video. Oh. That's the first time I saw him with the beard. Weird. I thought that was a little strange from the from the awards. There was some um kind of just cheesy moment, you know, like Well, I just got the impression moments. like like last year's awards was the first one to not have a host, so they probably had to take a lot of care to try and yeah. be like, okay, how are we going to make this work without a host to kind of pass transition between the things some of the transitions were cheesy i should say yeah and this this year i feel like they kind of they're like yeah the no hosting worked really well last year we so they probably didn't they thought they could maybe sit back a little bit more and it was just a little bit more awkward i just thought it was the flow wasn't quite as good introducing people to introduce other people too yeah that that part was dumb that's that's the whole patting themselves on the back thing that so many people hate and i do too it's like this is it's just so self-congratulatory. Yeah. Dare I say, masturbatory. I just still don't care about having a host or a no host. Like, I didn't never... But the it, skits never really land. Like, it's always fine in, like, the opening monologues, but then it doesn't matter in the long run. I just want to see who wins. Um, I, 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 I So it doesn't really yeah. matter to me if there's a host or no host. I and that was still that. the same with me here. No. I liked Billie Eilish's doing Yesterday. Yeah. But I felt like she mumble-singed. That. Well, that's just kind of her thing. She just has a very low register. <laughs> no, she like, mm, yeah, and then kind of gets a word out. And her new James Bond song is like that. And it just, yes, I'm I like, you are no Adele. <laughs> Get off great. the stage. Oh, I just like her. mumble I like scener. I think we're more hip Big with Billie Eilish than Cody overrated. What? Big powerful pipes are slightly overrated. No, they're never overrated. Yeah, they are. Clear, concise scene. I, is I never had overrated. such a grudge against these pretentious choir kids in school who like <laughs> like i don't know if if you're if you can hit the note close enough and your heart's in it i care about that way more than like 
being a soprano power, you know, belting I, it all out. I agree with that, but you should and I just, at least I don't be listening clear. To that song, I agree. Quiet kids are I annoying. Un- I can understand <laughs> her perfectly. I cannot understand what she says in the beginning of it when she does the main chorus part. I can I can get that, but face it, listen Cody. closer. You out of touch? No, no. <laughs> She needs it's to the not kids mumble who are out of touch. Is she like in the generation of mumble rappers, mumble singers? There's not really any mumble singers. That's why she's like as big as she is. She has a very unique sound. Really, nobody else out there is doing mm-hmm. it. Her and her like, brother. Open your her, mouth. Her and her brother got lightning in a bottle. What's her brother do? He does all the music. He produces oh. her. Okay. Well, she needs to in their childhood home's bedroom. Open her mouth more. Just get the words out. I like, like the new Bond song. I, I like great. the new Bond song too. I'm not. I just. I was just like I was seeing the whatever crazy touch. intro <laughs> graphics they come up with, and it was like a sad send off. I was like, oh, we're gonna miss you, Daniel Craig. We're gonna miss you. We'll be happy to see the new Bond two years later, but we'll miss you. <laughs> yes. I mean, Q Bond replacement speculation. That's gonna start going cr- oh, yeah. crazy once the movie gets closer to the release. Yeah. Yep. Won't talk about the movie. They'll just talk about I who's hope there's next. not like an end credit scene where they like surprise reveal the new Bond. I would hate that. Or Lashana Lynch well, actually does become the new Bond. you would you don't stay for those. Yeah, I know. You I would refuse. never know. I refuse. I think Lashana Lynch dies in it. That's my guess. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Maybe she like sacrifices herself for Bond. Or... Or Bond or she and her get, both sacrifice or, themselves for. Or Bond makes a mistake and she get she's collateral damage, or she makes a mistake, or she's evil. See, I have no idea what yeah. the story she works is. With I'm excited. Malik. She's working with When's, Rami Malik. Is there a new trailer coming? Does anyone know? I don't. I have no idea. I don't think so. Well, not hmm. for maybe, but if they did, it would have to be here soon. I guess. I'm just surprised they haven't released one yet, but maybe they're waiting. That one we have is good good enough. True. People do love that trailer. It is good. So anything else, Oscar? No, I'm just glad it's all over. I'm yeah. happy that Parasite won. I loved all their speeches. Sad about Quentin Tarantino. I can't help it. I can be sad for him and happy for them at the same yeah. time. But that was kind of a bummer just because of how much I love that movie and how much I love that man. Um, and again, the full winner's list is on SSI, on yep. SSI's website. Check, yeah. check your checklist. See how many you got right. Mm-hmm. But looking forward, we have trailers, right? No, sorry. First, first I did. Okay, I did the recap. At the sorry, beginning. I jumped the gun. You're not I, listening. To I him. jumped the gun. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it's not like there's a whole lot to talk about here. But at the end of the day, yesterday I was about to go home, and then I saw like, oh, I guess we know what Robert Pattinson's Batman looks like. It's just a camera test, kind of like what they did with uh, Joaquin in the joke in Joker. But uh, it looks like it's filmed in a dark room. It's just very black <laughs> with red harsh light. red lighting. I was like, are they exposing film in this room? <laughs> <laughs> We've got a really slow driving heartbeat beat or score, yeah. which I thought sounded pretty cool. I didn't it did sound get cool. that at first because my computer sound was down so low. Maybe so that's why you didn't understand. Maybe that's why you didn't understand. Yeah, maybe that's why you didn't understand Billie Eilish. <laughs> no, the volume I was ha- just down. I tried to turn it up so I could try I didn't to hear, hear. her. Like an old lady. Like, what is she saying? Enunciate. Uh, Comb your hair. Then it zooms in and or Robert Pattinson walks into frame. 
and we see his bat suit. It's kind of hard to describe like a visuals. Right. It looks, but, uh, it's from, from the armor chest up. It's kind of armor. Yeah, it has more armor. Yeah, it has the armor look of some of the Christopher Nolan iterations. Reminds me of some of the Arkham games. But it's the but the mask is very leather. You can see yeah. where it was sewn. You can see the little thread. The mask kind of reminds me of well, as well as the whole huh. red lighting vibe, kind of remind me of Daredevil. So yeah. there's a it looks like comparison. he'll be able to turn his neck, so it's not going back to the Michael Keaton. Which is good. Turn your whole body yeah. thing to look around. Um, you guys are really, really like delved into it. I just was like, oh, oh I made, I went home and <laughs> clicked through. I just saw yeah. that wow. one time. I, I love Batman. I, my first thought was like about the film. Like that looks like a dark room where they're exposing film in there. Like what's going on? And then I was like, okay, Robert Pattinson does have the jaw. Yeah, I thought fill it was out the cut cowl. me through the screen. Like we just have the Batman jaw. He does look Don't good. Don't doubt him. He's a good guy. Good actor. I mean, he didn't speak or anything. He yeah, it's, yeah, but does, he's great. Does look a little like cheekbony and skinny, but that's okay. Good times on Netflix now for anybody who still needs to be. Is it really? one over? <gasps> yeah, that's. I might watch it. Good time. Oh, what and Bong Joon Ho's uh, Snowpiercer's on Netflix too. I only oh, wanted, so you should check that. Sorry, I, I only done wanted that. <laughs> to see Snowpiercer because it had Chris Evans in it. Yeah, he eats you, babies. You should. It's really good. I'm not gonna watch him he doesn't eat a baby on screen but he talks about how much he loves eating babies Um, (laughs) i don't i don't want to watch it now (laughs) even if it does have chris evans in it it had chris evans with a beard that's my second favorite chris evans (laughs) can you i guess you could have a mustache what like i was saying there's only two chris evans right there's clean shaven and bearded chris evans well, there needs to be a multi- third one with a mustache. There's multiple Chris Evans in my book. There's like I'm sure, yeah, you probably pay close enough attention. You could, yeah, like ba- Kyle with bat suits. Right. You have your different versions Chris, of Chris Evans. I think my it's a ul- thing. ultimate favorite Chris Evans is right when he comes out of the uh, Captain America. I wonder tank. why. Yeah, that's probably number one <laughs> favorite Chris Evans. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, it's on Mad Reeves is. Uh, Twitter page if you want to see that yep, we video. Have a, we it's... have something to go off of. And usually, I'm trying to think back to the Joker timeline because it wasn't too long after that camera test when we started getting actually like images. Yeah, behind it. the scenes yep. images, like so, blurry, whatever. So that might... Well, I think f- that happened kind of before this even for Batman, but we'll yeah. probably get more of those soon In the near well. future, we'll, we'll get maybe a picture with actual lighting and not a dark room. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's uh, very get, stylish. Do though. you think we'll get any behind the scenes, like his Bruce Wayne alter ego? Uh, probably. probably. I'm sure we'll get a picture a of like, yeah, exactly. Him in a suit, like at a big fancy party or something. Mm-hmm. But it's so weird that there's already a new Batman coming out. You know, it, it's Batman's finally, another it's actually, thing. We can like measure time. Yeah. It's actually finally just setting in for me because it felt like forever, for, at least for me anyway, that Matt Reeves kept writing the script. Oh, yeah. I felt it definitely was. But I guess if you think about it, like, it's only been almost three years now. Who are the other people in it? Is it Colin Farrell? and Colin Farrell's in there. Paul Dano is in it. Oh, yeah. Paul Dano. Uh, I haven't Jeffrey, seen him in a long time. I know, right? Jeffrey Wright's in Jeffrey there. Jeffrey Wright. Uh, Andy Serkis. Zoe oh. Kravitz. Yeah, uh, there's so many villains in there. Peter Sarsgaard is going to be in it. That's the biggest thing I'm hesitant about. I don't want them to do the the Spider-Man problem where they just try and cram every villain in there. I agreed. I I'm hope hoping it's they done. just kind of treat them as just side characters. Yeah, just like a little not gang a members or like crime yeah. bosses instead of like major characters. Yeah. And that that's what I'm hoping ha- for too. Batman has enough villains that you can get away with doing that. Yeah, exactly. And especially since it's a crime noir type story like 
he could be interrogating people for a few minutes and then bounce. So, yeah, that looks cool. Um, well, yeah, that was a camera test. That was the camera test. <laughs> I'm excited. Trailers now. Gotta okay, get now excited. Now I'm excited. Here we go. <laughs> I love a good trailer. Yeah. So I only saw three of these trailers. So I, if you guys are planning on talking about other than those three, I can't participate. But we saw The Hunt, yes. The Green Knight, yes. and The French Dispatch. Yep. All right, which one do we want to start with first? Let's start with The Hunt. Yeah, this the most recent one. Just Let's give the quick give the quick backstory right. on The Hunt, Kyle. Uh, so basically it was supposed to come out last September, I believe. I think so. Yeah. But it suddenly got hit with a bunch of controversy. From Trump didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> Trump didn't like it, didn't like the trailer. Because he um, didn't know what it was about. He thought yeah. it was... It was confusing. He so, thought it was about... He thought it was about conservatives just killing people. No, he thought it was liberals hunting deplorables, which is... That is a part of the trailer, but that's not the whole movie. It's not like no, it was. It was the, the other end. way around, because he, he was trying to say that the media yeah. was portraying conservatives as these bloodthirsty killers, when yeah. the actual movie is the opposite. The right. actual movie is the liberal elite hunting down just normal other folk. Yeah. I but, believe right. the hunt was going to be delayed anyway because um, the shooting yeah. was, happened yeah. at around the same time. But thanks to Trump, it also caused him to be like, yeah, we'll have to definitely put this on hold. It formed this whole narrative where people thought they knew what it was, what it was about. But yeah. it was actually, the, ironically, the total opposite. It went away for a while. But now it's back on the release schedule. And the marketing is leaning into oh, yeah. quote unquote yeah. controversy that everyone talked about. It's coming out in the middle of March. It's March thirteenth. The middle of February. They gave it basically like thirty days. They're like, This movie's coming out. Yeah. Just so that I think that the controversy couldn't come back and build back up. Do it, it just, as soon as possible. Watching the trailer and especially after this whole narrative controversy thing, I just it strikes me as the kind of movie that's just not gonna be worth the controversy I'm at all. I'm sad because oh, Hillary sure. Swank is in it. And I'm I haven't like, seen her in a long time. She looked so, like such a good villain. Yeah, she looks scary. Yeah, so scary. Actually. But this movie looks terrible. Just looks like, you know. I'm hoping it's so bad it's so good type of category. The social political the commentary just seems so tacked on. Yeah. Like, and so manufactured. and like yeah. The only different the, like the only thing they did was insert the word like liberal elite into a sentence that otherwise would have worked perfectly fine. Or like fine. keywords like woke um white free people speech, huh? all of these buzzwords people. everybody's favorite political buzzwords yeah. of the past half a decade it was like yeah. blah 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 line insert political buzzword yeah. blah 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 line like it's really <laughs> nothing very good it's yeah it's like you said it's so blatantly manufactured it's i don't know it's just yeah yeah, yeah. not my thing so better trailers yeah let's talk about french dispatch yeah I was excited for that. I I'm I'm I am a big fan of most of Wes Anderson's movies. He's he's quite a divisive director, but they're very much all the same. They have a look. Yes, they, they have, have a, a look. They have a look, a they're, style. They're not the same a thematically. Tone. The same actors. They're the same actors. <laughs> the squad. same look. The same color palette. The same banter timing of the dialogue. It's just yeah. very like it's definitely super stylized, and he owns that style. Oh yeah. Yeah, and nobody can even come close to doing that without no. being immediately written off as a try-hard wannabe Wes yeah. Anderson. Um, so this movie is about. It seems it looks like it's kind of like an anthology movie, uh, like a collection of short stories um, inspired by these real-life uh, writings from these journal, a newspaper. I forget the full title. It was the French Dispatch in something like the location, but uh, 
yeah, it's it's been described as kind of just a love letter to journalism. And the trailer doesn't really tell you a whole lot. It gives you a little snippets of these various stories. Shows you how zany it will be. But it looks heartwarming. I think it looks. I think it looks There's nice. No crying in this office. I feel like Wes Anderson's last two <laughs> movies were his best, his most mature and emotionally like moving to me. Grand Budapest is really good. So that's, that's probably the one I that's like. That's why I'm excited for this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm not the biggest Wes Anderson film. It's kind of like what Cody pretty much described. They're about the same to me. I know what I'm in for. They don't really move me or make me intrigued by anything. So this trailer was just. Another Wes Anderson trailer for me, but I think that's just going to be for a specific audience. Like you said, Eric, like he's kind of a divisive director. I think that's kind of what yeah. you said. So it, it, if it's your cup of tea, it took me it's a long time. It took me a long time to get into him. Grand Budapest is what really won me over because that's yeah. when I saw it. And I was like, I know the biggest thing about that was sort of him justifying his style because a lot of a lot of criticism say it's very artificial and it seems really stilted and detached. And I feel like Grand Budapest kind of proved how that can still work emotionally. Right. And um, yeah, that was, that's probably the one I like the most. I like them because they're accessible if you feel like an artsy film. Like if you're not yeah. really into artsy films all the time, but you're like, I feel like something a little different. And it's the go-to artsy director. It is. Yeah. yeah. If, at least for me. I'm, I'm, I, I I know all sorts of I movies. Like I've I seen Wes Anderson. Drink wine and yes, be exactly. pretentious. When <laughs> I watch wine and it. cheese. Yeah. And just sit back and enjoy, nod your head after I his Wes Anderson and his filmmaking prowess. He's great. <laughs> and he's just an inspiring filmmaker with how he got started and everything. So then I'm you just a big fan end up of him. enjoying it. For all joking, it is an one where if I feel like wanting something different, it's a, sa- a safe bet that I will enjoy it. Yeah, it's dependable. For sure. Um, I couldn't agree more. Then we saw The Green Knight yeah, the from Green, 824. The Green Knight was announced <laughs> not too long ago, but I immediately got excited because David Lorry is the writer-director, and he did Pete's Dragon, then he did um, A Ghost Story, which I loved, and then he did um, Old Man and the Gun, which was also incredibly well-made. Mm-hmm. He just has, he has the most diverse catalog of films. Yeah, you looked up pretty... his movies to me a few or a few days ago, and I was like, really? He did all yeah, those? Yeah, he's... he's it's wow. a pretty rel- he's relatively early into his career still but i didn't know anything about this movie and then i saw the trailer and i thought it was like an ari aster hereditary type movie at first the cinematography mm-hmm. looked very similar to yeah, that yeah i thought <laughs> i got that feeling too and it was just so unsettling it's based on the ancient king arthur tale of sir gawain gawain and the green knight i don't really know much about it but i think he's king arthur's nephew or something and he has to go on his own quest dev patel plays that knight and just the trailer was just eerie, like the imagery and everything. I was like, this looks really scary. And then the Green Knight himself looked really scary. Yeah. It looked really, it w- I don't it know was what to weird. expect. Yeah, I didn't know. It looks very set in reality until you see the supernatural. Yeah, the giant hand reaching over the mountains. But it, but the, you don't get supernatural until that point. Yeah. And then it's almost like shocking. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, this is this is taking a turn. It's going to be a very artsy movie. Super it's artsy. Probably not going to play in a lot of our markets. No. <laughs> and that's exactly why I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like french dispatch honestly it's like if you're into those movies if that's your cup of tea if you're an a24 fan here it is otherwise yeah. i feel like this maybe movie, not so much <laughs> i really wish you would watch and then tell me if i should see it or not like 
I think I can tell you right now you won't want to watch it. I'll be like, well, it opens with um, a sacrifice of a newborn baby. Okay. She's like, out. I'll be like, okay, out. out. And the ending is super ambiguous. Mm -hmm. It just cuts off. Yeah, it just cuts to black. Mid-sentence. I I need a conclusion. (laughs) I need to wrap it up in a nice bow. It is the conclusion. Put it away because then I'll never leave it alone like curiosity what if what if what if what if? <laughs> i just need a nice conclusion oh and life doesn't give you nice pretty bow tied answers so for that super gritty trailer you didn't watch it but the david copperfield yeah movie also had dev patel in it yeah and that was just such a like is two it like extremes a, of seeing that's that italian director who did a death of stalin and he did veep on hbo is that movie yeah. was that trailer like comedic very comedic, yeah yeah, yeah. nice but it was bright, like whereas the um, Green Knight trailer was very dark, oh, so misty, subdued, muddy palette, oh, yeah. misty. This was very bright and cheerful, and Dev Patel can do it all. He's a really yeah. good actor. I never saw Lion, but other than that, I haven't. He's good. Haven't really Lion. seen him since uh, the first uh, Best Marigold Hotel. Oh, that title's longer. But oh yeah, yeah. that was a I, great movie. Yeah, I I never saw it. That, very charming okay it was cute those movies were cute they had a great cast yeah maggie smith is great nice did you ever see slumdog millionaire yeah i saw it in theaters i never saw that movie that was the year i started getting into movies that was the first oscars mm. where i was like invested i was like i've yeah. seen these movies was that 2008 2008 right the oscars were in 2009 mm-hmm. it's a great it's a great movie really great yeah uh was that all the our trailers then I yeah. think those are uh, the noteworthy ones. The noteworthy ones. Yeah, they they had a trailer for The Secret, but that that apparently is it was a best-selling faith-based book. book. I think it's going to be a faith-based movie. It looked like it. Katie yeah. Holmes fans, if you are a fan of hers, she's the in it. <laughs> I like seeing Josh Lucas. Like he's good in a romantic. I, I like his voice. Yeah, I think it's his, his voice. voice. And he's that'll be a, a good. He's sell. like laid back and accessible, and got has a great voice. He should make a podcast where he just lulls you to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I think he moved his family to Thailand or somewhere oh. in in Asia, hmm. so his son could go to an eco friendly school that teaches conservation, ecology, environmental stuff. Of course, so. he did. Yeah. <laughs> More power to him. Of course, an actor did that. <laughs> they have the assets. Has the means. Yeah, <laughs> they, the ability. they don't have to think twice about, oh, no. maybe we should just move our entire life across the country, across the world. Across the world. Just for a few years to go to school. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll come back. We'll just sli- swipe the card. Yeah. Yeah, that's just weird to me. <laughs> <laughs> I can't handle that. <laughs> Must be nice. Um. Yeah, so that was it. So... Oh, no, Let's Eric, talk about Eric. I don't know. I don't know what this is. I don't know what this is. It's okay. I just put a bunch of question marks on the yeah. outline. We were just wanting to talk about this is it. This is the last podcast for a while. This is the last. <laughs> it's the first day. time I've done a podcast in this like day and age. It seems like everybody has a podcast. Right. And then I start work here and pretty soon into working here. It's like, well, we're thinking of starting a podcast. Yeah. It's like, oh, I guess. Yeah. Anybody can do it. That sounds fun. <laughs> I get paid to just ramble for an hour a week yeah that's awesome yeah i feel like we added a lot 
by having this podcast and we really developed it. I mean, the podcast started out as two a week and yeah, no, it's, it's been oh, fun man, looking back, seeing, seeing the, seeing the road to where we are now uh-huh. and how we were all in our own, t- it, on our own timelines, getting comfortable with just, you know, talking. We still get off on tangents and stuff, but that's kind of impossible to avoid. Yeah. yeah. And still talk over each other, but, but it works well a for casual podcast. podcast. Yeah. But it's, As I just talked over yeah. someone. <laughs> <laughs> but it changed. It's really grown. and Yeah. And no, it's, it's, it's an interesting way to kind of articulate your thoughts. And, you know, in these long-form conversations, I feel like, I mean, I'm sure Kyle too, but I can, I've definitely learned a lot more of like the the industry, just all of the industry stuff. Right. You know, I come here and I'm all like, it's about the art. I love the movies. <laughs> who, care, who cares if they don't make any money? But and we're like, you, shut up, Eric. You quickly, yeah. you quickly learn. You know, it's all integrated. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want people to see them, and there's just so many business aspects that I was completely naive to. Well, so as, it's been cool. as you were learning that, I was learning like new tastes and new uh, thoughts about what I think about movies and the business through <laughs> you as well. So I have you to thank for that for sure. Oh, yeah. well, I'm just. I, Thank you. I'm yeah. just opinionated. And I, I love it, though. Yeah, I think you definitely bring a flavor that is more the, um, like, film school side, more of the... <laughs> the film ed- snob. I want to say, like, not edu- Actually not educated, snob, but no. not snob, but more of, like, the educated film creation side of yeah. it all. Like, you definitely have an opinion on, on things like script and yeah. production and... Production design, design. Uh, cinematography... Like a lot Spent more. Spent a long time depth. obsessing over this stuff. Oh yeah, for <laughs> right. sure. Then but I've ma- been able to learn a lot more of that thanks to you, for sure. In your taste, definitely. Um, I think all three of us have <laughs> such unique tastes. Yes, we do. Yeah. And I, but they somehow sometimes overlap, and then that's really magical. And sometimes yeah. they are like so divergent, and then like, that's really magical. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Did you see the same movie I saw? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and so I feel like that's added a, a lot of dynamic. Um, thoughts to our mm-hmm. conversation because we're not we're all, we are three also different but we really balance I think mm-hmm. the conversation out and we're definitely going to miss you a lot when tables with three legs are way more stable it's <laughs> our tripod yep <laughs> yeah well I mean it's it's been a good it's been a good run yeah yeah well, <laughs> yeah and just thank you for helping not only with the podcast but also just helping uh silver screen insider just grow so much right. like it definitely <laughs> added a level uh, than when it was first originally started, for sure. Yeah, it was about the best possible opportunity to that could have fallen into my lap. Yeah, <laughs> like right oh, you went to film school. What are you gonna do with that? Huh? Yeah. And you're like, ha! like, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> but it's I'm already it's already over. And then I wake up, I sleep into like 1 p.m. one day. I roll over in bed and check my phone, and there's this job listing. And I was like, oh, this seems cool. And then <laughs> boom. <laughs> And it's yeah. been magic ever since. Yeah. It's so. How long have you been with us? I think like I started here August 2017. Two, August 2017. And that's a few so months after over, I started. Yeah, because you started. I thought you started in like July. Was something it like, like that? June or July? Was that yeah. right after you graduated? Did you have this lined up before you graduated? It actually worked out perfectly to where it did end yeah. up lining up mm-hmm. after I graduated. Nice. Yeah. And same with you, then I suppose. Yeah, I mean, like I you said, graduated I, at the same time. I graduated, and then I was still just grinding at at my at staples which was <laughs> yeah. not my favorite um <laughs> i've but heard I was, that before <laughs> but I, w- I was looking and then 
you know, checking these jobs, like Indeed and things like that, I saw the word cinema, and I was like, whoa, okay, that seems serendipitous. Yeah. And then I tried to write this really flowery, pretentious cover letter, and I was like, okay. You know what, one of the reasons why we hired you? (laughs) Because you had actually seen a movie. That is... (laughs) Uh, trade secret to get a job here is I will always ask what was the last movie you saw you better have seen something in the theater yeah and then if you can tell if they're like oh <laughs> uh, I know no, what no. was you it you know I really don't go to the movies I'm like well, yeah, I remember really I remember in that interview you, job. <laughs> I remember in that interview you're like what was the last movie you saw and I was like well this last weekend I went yeah. and saw Dunkirk yeah I know the same thing happened for me mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember it was an A24 movie that I saw yeah. um, I can't remember the name of it now but I remember as soon as I answered that, you guys were like, all right. I was okay. like, ooh. You'd I said be- that too. And my, they're like, so what kind of movies do you like? I was like, well, recently I, I like a lot of these A24 movies. And they're both like, oh boy, we know yeah. all about those kind of movies. Yeah. No, like, oh, no, but you'd be surprised. And look at A24 now. A lot of people <laughs> apply for the job and had not been to movie. Oh, I don't have time or I don't do this. No. I don't. <laughs> like, Man, you got to make time for things you supposedly yeah. care about. Yeah. You got to at least be in the know. Yeah. Of this. And the, yeah, that's one thing. I mean, all of Kyle and I already beforehand, before this job, probably saw more movies than most people. But oh, definitely. Once you do this, and it's, I never get over how out of the loop most people are with these things. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. Like, oh, they're making a, they're making a Harley Quinn movie. It's like, like oh, well, the Oscars already it. happened. What? Yeah. What, yeah, what do you do? How do you not? How do you not? How do you not? at least like stumble upon some of this stuff like a headline or uh yeah i don't know it's weird man but then again it's we're just so in our weird own though. world as well yeah. you know the film it, industry is a weird thing it it very much is sometimes it's fortunate that people don't look into it too deeply like <laughs> we do i am i'm happy that it i i was not it didn't disillusion me on like movies at all yeah i some, don't think it does though no. it it's all about you just understand them more yeah and it's like it's about celebrating them it's about you know triumphing with them and mm-hmm. enjoying them and yeah it's not Learning about why they're as like important to our yeah. society and culture as they are and you've made that even more um exciting and more important oh jeez, it's true so though. what a, so what are the things you're gonna miss about working with us us the yeah i mean <laughs> yeah. the biggest thing about any job is the interpersonal relationships like the dynamic the routines you know i get here and i'll walk through the door like morning jane and then i'll go to the back you know it's just all of those things because even like the crappiest job can be okay if the the people you work with are fine Mm -hmm. and uh so that's obviously the most important thing the fact that it's not I felt really cool. I always called it like my big boy job because it was like my first time. <laughs> I still think it's my big boy yeah, job. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the same way. Don't take it for granted. I tried very hard. I never did. Yeah. I was very conscious of not taking it for granted because it's like, you know, I just graduated film school. I get to write about movies. I get to yeah. like get to do this podcast. Yeah. yeah. So just like how lucky I was mm-hmm. and the fact that the diverse tastes, the conversation, the fruitful conversations of you know the that movies and the and the news and the headlines yeah. and all that stuff. I don't just. It'll be interesting it. if we can get technology to work our way to include you when you're not included in the office talk. Because mm-hmm. because yeah. really the podcast was born out of the idea that we were having these conversations. Yeah, they were all like all the time already. <laughs> like in fact, we have a conversation before we have the podcast yeah. to talk about it. And then we go, oops. <laughs> and then we go, we should save that for the podcast. <laughs> like, and so we go through that, but. 
if you're not going to be a part of that, it, it'll be a, a truly like outsider perspective. Yeah. Coming in. So what are the people out there thinking? Yeah. What <laughs> are people on the streets thinking, Eric? <laughs> We're on the street is. You're on our, you're our, our uh, Billy on the street guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it'll be interesting to see how the dynamic alters, how it changes. I'll definitely be a regular listener. Thank you. Um, Thank you. How am I not? <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> I know. When, so I know. Nice. I know. I know the schedule. I know when to go up. Isn't okay. it sad that when you said that you'd be leaving us, I was like, "We're gonna lose our number one podcast fan, your mom." <laughs> no, I'll, I'll make her still listen. She's gonna She's follow wherever be Eric invested goes. Invested because she doesn't hear her baby. <laughs> My baby's not in there. <laughs> yeah. I'm out. Out. That's that's just her in the comments sections. <laughs> yeah. Well, she'll probably hear this, so I'm gonna say keep listening. But <laughs> there you go. If if she drops out then i'll take her place okay good well All right. it you should because hopefully you'll still be on it yes hopefully we can get that skype thing to work out yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're very technologically illiterate here <laughs> but we'll slowly figure it out we will slowly All things slowly figure it mm-hmm. out but again you'll still yeah. contribute every once in a while yeah, with you'll, reviews. See my, you'll see my name up up on the, up yeah. On the screen yeah you shepherded us through uh revamp before when we revamped our homepage, page right. now we're gonna go through a, another big change on the website yeah, i'm excited mm-hmm. to see added more features and but the build hasn't happened yet it'll probably hopefully be launched by this summer yeah yeah and That's then another it'll be thing almost entirely new and sparkly it's another thing yeah. about this job is like not even film industry related but just business ideas yeah. related like these things take so long mm-hmm. meeting yeah. with marketers and just i've never gone i've never had a job where i go to meetings like attending <laughs> meetings it's like whoa this it's a big boy job yeah it's a super big boy job <laughs> having input on the direction and brand of yeah. something it's like do you want some coffee before the meeting begins and you're like yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, it was so what's your plan now let the listeners know where Eric's where can they find up. you on where social I, media yeah where can i find you what's happening well i'm not on taking some time off no not well i mean for a little bit but uh you know, basically, they're in film school. There's a lot of people who go there. So it starts out, so many people go there. Right. It's, you know, they're like, hey, I want to watch movies for school. And then within the first year, tons of them drop off. And then amongst the people that remain, there's a lot of people who, they want to make like skateboarding videos, snowboarding videos, things like that, which is uh-huh. fine. That's cool. But a lot of them also drop off. And then you're left with like a smaller group. And everybody there has like the aspirations of either writing or directing or being a cinematographer or being a composer, all of all of the different aspects. But of those people, like not everybody actually pursues that. Right. You know? So I didn't want to be the one of the people who doesn't pursue it, you know? And I would be happy doing any of it, you know. I but the ultimate plan is I just I want to take a stab at it at least. Um eventually and see what happens i would just like to be i would like to go deeper deeper into the production yeah, the film of it. thing so into the actual film world because we're on the distribution end we're like well, the yeah, products that, made business and but that's why I've, that's why i've loved yeah. this job so much is because like film school can only teach you so much it teaches a lot of like the technical stuff and that's cool um so i have that bit of experience but then this job taught me so much about the actual industry itself, the mm-hmm. inner workings of it, the, the the relationships, how things actually get made, why they get made, why maybe things don't do well, why sometimes they do. So that gave me this other huge bit of um, invaluable experience. 
And so I feel like I'm in a good place now or more realistic place when you Yeah. Go. And I mean, obviously it's a good job. I've, I've, uh, I've saved up. I've been trying to be really smart about, you know, saving my money. And now I just want to take a stab at it. I don't know. Whatever, whatever that means, wherever <laughs> that, wherever that uh, takes me. To well, be young and have the ability <laughs> just to be like, I'm going to take a stab at something. <laughs> well, whatever you do though, like we're yeah. sure I'm going to be happy and for we you. Hear we'll about it. see it and yeah. hear about it. Of course. Cool. As, continuing to be a contributor we definitely ssi definitely wants to have like insight into all parts of Mm -hmm. the industry so if you ingratiate yourself into a new production part we'll want to hear all about it we'll do like a a semi uh like an occasional update blog thing on what it's like on the heading from this part of the industry into the belly of the beast yeah (laughs) that would be kind of cool that would be amazing yeah just a little like a diary. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we can work that out for yeah. sure. No, I'm that would I'm be really in, cool. I'm like I said even before I started this job, I was reading all of these trade websites, reading about all of the things, uh-huh. th- forming my own opinions and lists and reviews and things like that. So yeah. obviously I'm going to keep doing that. So. Oh yeah, we still want to keep having reviews yeah. and stuff cuz they're mm-hmm. they are very well written and insightful. Oh and, yeah. And I think between you and Kyle, like we really cover and just give a much better idea about how movies actually are. Yeah. And you guys are so different in your perspectives. It's really nice to have both of both of them on films. Yeah. And yet we get along so well. It's all, <laughs> um, oh, I forgot the word I was going to say, but it's not aggressive at all. Like we no, understand no. each other's it's differences. It's not competitive. Uh, we appreciate hearing different thoughts and opinions, and that's what I especially love when talking about movies. Yeah, no one needs to get angry, we're but not, we can't talk about we're it. Not we're thanks- yeah, thankfully we're not yeah. some of the more I mean, toxic fanboys. We can get fanboys. frustrated yes. with Bumble music, but that's fine. <laughs> we'll get past it. Some of us are just more out of touch than the others. Yeah, I was I was afraid, though, with a uh, person coming in working with me. I was like, man, are they going to be like troll-like? Are they going to be mean this and that but you were exactly <laughs> right. what i was hoping well, for out of a co-worker for sure we try we're a small office we do Very work small, actually yeah. really close with each other yeah you would and hope so, we would get along yeah <laughs> it, it a, matters a, a toxic person wouldn't last long in this because you just don't want to come to work every day with no, somebody absolutely. like that we have a, a say in control over who we will get to work with mm-hmm. i was intimidated by kyle the first time i saw him because like, of my good looks. On my, on, on my way in here to do the interview, that's when the bookshelves were up. So I didn't get a good view of you, but I saw the oh, side yeah. of you. And I saw that you had a beard. So my mind immediately was like, oh, this guy's like probably like way older than me. Like I'm in the, I'm in He's this like. He's grizzled 40 year I'm like, old. Been I'm like, behind the desk. I'm in this, I'm in this building surrounded by like, like older veterans yeah. Yeah. Who, like, who know what they're doing. Meanwhile, I'm like, I hope he's nice. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a pretty this good lesson. my first big boy job. Yeah. You, never, you, never, you never know what other people are thinking or how they're processing For sure. things. You guys are definitely the young guys in the back of the office. <laughs> we the make boys. things up around here. The boys. We talk about the Billie boys. Eilish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're with it. Yeah, we need that perspective. I'm gonna, no offense, Eric, but I'm going to have to hire somebody younger than you. <laughs> Keep okay. it going. Keep, yeah. <laughs> the next generation. Another yeah. college graduate. Another, just keep them young and right out of college. <laughs> I'm going to Harvey Weinstein that position. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. You only got so much time left before you're disposable, Kyle. Yeah. Yeah. I need to make sure to find a way to look you're young getting, somehow. Getting a little on the shelf there, buddy. You can tell her that <laughs> the you grizzled, you, The you grizzled can, veteran look is starting to You can tell her in. that you listen to Billie Eilish all you want. <laughs> She's like, it's been a couple of years, Kyle. Yeah. I know. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, 
But yeah, we just wanted to say thank you for all you've done and for making yeah. SSI and the podcast grow. And well, thank we you. wish you nothing but the best. The feeling is mutual. Yeah. Thank you. Very appreciative. So what are we going to do the rest of the day? Let everybody know. <laughs> We're going to torture Eric the rest of the day. Well, I don't know why, but at some point I made it known that I... Th- like to think I'm kind of a hot sauce guy. I like things spicy. Let's face it, we were talking about hot ones. <laughs> yeah, got, we were. We were talking about hot ones. I've got, hot I've, ones podcast. I've got a Mexican side in my family. That, you know, Mexicans like spicy things. And so some people in the office thought it would be fun to send me off by having me do that infamous Buffalo Wild Wings blazing wing challenge. Yeah. Not a sponsor. So I get, to, I get to leave the office with tears streaming down my eyes, not for the reasons that they probably should be at least we hope <laughs> with a little <laughs> you know my bot <laughs> i mean it's my last pocket it's so, his last day last podcast he gets a box because i let everybody decorate their desk so he gets to take his toys home with him and probably fiery diarrhea yes <laughs> that's I'm a very like, big here's possibility her ssi parting gift you <laughs> may go home <laughs> with diarrhea <laughs> thanks for everything guys <laughs> tears streaming yeah <laughs> And it's Valentine's fire. Day, so yeah. uh, it's like a love letter. <laughs> yeah, in a, in a strange way, this all, all of these things well. line up so weirdly. I know, except for darn one hundred. Oh, we were so close, so close. <laughs> oh, well, it was so perfect. There was that's a, that'll be a good uh, that'll be a, a good symbolic kickoff for the next phase. We yeah. should have done. We should have went back to two podcasts a week just to get to hundred. <laughs> just to get. We should have. I done asked it. you guys, and we're like, no, we're not going to do that. But but now looking at, it, I'm like, oh, that would have been a great idea. Just to get to one hundred. But yeah, if if the first episode is like zero zero one, this is like season two. It's like. <laughs> 101 that's actually a good point yeah that's a good way of looking at it season two is coming next <laughs> friday when did we start the podcast we started in um a few months after we started you in it's like august we no, we started it the week that hereditary came out and that came out in the summer i think it was june okay. june of 2018 was it maybe that makes more sense i'll find out because i'm very curious yeah i want to say it was like the mid june maybe it was july i can't remember when mid Midsummer, or I remember buying all of the equipment for it and getting it <laughs> set up in my office. It took a lot because, like we said, we are in a small office. Space is a premium, and yeah. we're like, where are we going to set up all this we stuff? Make the, we make the most of it. <laughs> That's why we haven't done the video component. Because I'm like, um, how what are how are we going to video us doing this? <laughs> like, where, where's the right angle? Well, we are hoping to video ourselves in yeah, the coming future. It will by the end of the year. We will have video, and we will be able to Skype in Eric. Wherever right. he is, in that's the, the goal. In the world, <laughs> it may take a while, he's Eric. We to, might not hear from you for a while. He's gonna go to LA and make his dreams come true. Eventually, no, I'll take a little bit of time. It's gonna okay. be. I'm still scrolling. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on my phone. <laughs> no, I want to. Before that, I want to go visit my grandma out in Norway because she's been <gasps> wanting me to go visit her for a long time. Yay! Good call. So now, take a trip like, after. That's a and good so call. now Will this you bring is me like back cookies. <laughs> sure. Oh, that's right. He, she's famous for her cookies, right? The cookies that I she don't makes? think I said that. I no. thought that's what you said, isn't it? She. I wanted her to teach me how to make those cookies. She, she does make good. Here. She does make good sweets. She does make good desserts. Like the Norwegian ones, where you get the little hot iron thing and put them in, and they get like the snowflake design. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. I wanted her to teach me to make. Yeah, her those. her desserts and sweets. Norwegian sweets are good. Their their main food is just a lot of meat fish. Mm. <laughs> well, it was June fourteenth, two thousand and eighteen. <gasps> Middle to, of June to February fourteenth. Whoa! Oh, oh, oh look at gosh. that! Um, There's so much meaning. So much. It all, it all makes Apparently, sense. Apparently, it says in the description you had a traumatic movie theater going yeah, experience. That was, that was a hereditary one. <laughs> it was yeah. for hereditary. And um, Cody and talked I, about the uh, 
Was it How to Lose a Guy in 10 yeah, Days? Yeah, that's what it says here. Uh, yeah. And we talked about Upgrade, which is a great movie. What was I talking about? How to lose because I was pissed oh, yeah. off at those <laughs> inconsiderate teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Because that you exact thing happened to me. I was so that. mad. Man, I I have not gone back and listened uh, to those old ones, but how far we've oh, come probably. It's yeah. it, What shocked me the most about the podcast was how long it took me to get used to, and not cringe at hearing the sound of my own voice. I, you know, I'm still I, I, it. It still happens to me. Not I just being my like, voice. You sound so horrible. That doesn't sound like you. I mean, Yeah, I'm able to talk more comfortably on the mm-hmm. podcast now without constantly like overanalyzing the next thing I'm going to say and right. how it's going to inevitably just sound. Just let it come I always thought you did a great job, even it's just, at the it's start. Just, it's just, you know. Oh. You're good at Your voice speaking. just sounds weird. I know. It, I, would, I mean, everybody's yes, voice yes, sounds weird it, to themselves. Believe me, I think mine does too. <laughs> I know. I would be in the car listening to him and Ken, my husband, would be right there. I'm like, do I sound high-pitched? Like, do I sound gr- super girly? Like, what, and then what put, is this and voice then he puts on your coming out of me? <laughs> like, no, you're fine. <laughs> Uh, speaking of Ken, he's probably going to be Ken is next probably, up on the docket, yeah, right? Ken's probably going to join for the season podcast. <laughs> for and season. he can experience hearing his voice on the podcast. Oh, it'll be so different from Eric. Ken is way more like 90s, 80s, 90s action movie oh, yeah. aficionado. Oh, that'll fit in perfectly. It's going to be <laughs> such a change in the dynamic. <laughs> but he does know a lot about the business type stuff as you do as no well, it'll so. be it'll be it'll be a, it'll he be a great he'll have that, that insight yeah. definitely but his movie knowledge is just so different from yeah. eric's movie we're knowledge. joking that kyle's just gonna have to start going to see all the eric movies now a, yeah. lo- a little bit more of the eric movies <laughs> we're gonna get that we gotta class it up a little bit no offense to ken but he's not gonna bring the classiest of movies to the table <laughs> he's just not that's a good selling point for the podcast next yeah. week. He doesn't have a lot of class, but he's he's good enough. Right now, if I if I think of of our podcast as maybe like a nice cocktail, yeah. like where we each bring a little ingredient to it, yeah. Ken's gonna take it down to a beer and wings. <laughs> Feel that sounds great to me. It'll That's be like fun. my favorite thing. Yeah, that sounds nothing wrong takes. to me. I would much rather have beer and wings than a cocktail. I'll just hopefully not. I feel like what. What are you doing to us? <laughs> Maybe you'll do a test run throughout the middle of the week to, or something. I never go to Eric and be like, the fuck? You'll <laughs> <laughs> have, have some more. trial runs once he once once he moves back and yeah. takes my spot at the desk. You'll have your inevitable early yeah, morning conversation. I got to put him back in Eric's spot in the desk because our, the way our offices broke up, uh, I can't hear him when there's a call that I need to talk to him about. Mm, so just I, yelling back there. What? I know. <laughs> Are you talking to me? Quit mumble singing. Yeah. I sound like such an old person, so I'm going to move him back so I can yell at him more directly. <laughs> if you haven't figured it out, I am kind of his boss, so. Yeah. Put him in his place. In more ways than one. Great. Poor Kyle. He's going to be in the middle of that. That's the relationship dynamic. I am wondering like so how the team-up aspect is going to work. Gonna, you're Are you two going to team up gonna on me, or is Ken and I going to team it's up gonna on you? It's going to harden you and force you to stay. Stand your ground Stand with your my opinions. Ground. Yes, yeah. that that is the might, one you know thing. Might have to lay have down to the do. hammer a bit more. We're gonna just might bring to. your girlfriend in so she can talk about stuff. So it can be like two couples. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna be like, I don't know any of you people. This is really uncomfortable. Like, Why am I here? I, I want to leave. <laughs> I've not yet met her, but I imagine she's like super sweet. And like oh, the, she, really, yeah, the sweetest. Maybe oh. even slightly naive and innocent, like you are. <laughs> 
No, she no, she's much more hardened than I is am. Is she? Oh yeah, oh, Kyle's, Kyle's an innocent yeah. soul. She's Aww. she's much tougher than me, definitely. That's well, if so you nice. if I if I she's weirdly the sweetest and the toughest. If, if sure. I tune into one of these podcasts and I hear Kyle say give a firm no or a disagreement, <laughs> I will be so proud. <laughs> Can't do that. So I don't proud. know if he's capable. Like, uh, guys, I've done it a few times. Like, you guys I are crazy. Hope I have. You guys are crazy. This movie's amazing, and you're all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I what hope I've the... done that a few times. What was that movie you took her to on a date? Like when you're oh, it was Gringo, Gringo. The, Gringo. the famous Gringo. <laughs> yeah. We definitely got to get her what in. What a first impression. And hear your take on that date versus her. I, take. I still sometimes ask her, like, why, why did you, you still not with me? Yeah, yeah. Why did you not leave that date? Wow, these are these are Kyle type movies. My first. Well, this is, this is what was in store a, it was for a me. bad introduction for sure. I tried to warn you. I was like, "Why do you want to go see that?" I think my first. I was date... hoping it would actually be funny. I know, yeah. and it was not funny. Well, did you take your girlfriend Eric to a movie? Obviously, on your first date. Yeah, I mean, a long time. Our our first first date wasn't at the movies, but oh, I mean, we we danced around. We we're just like, no, we're just really good friends for like a yeah. year, um, and we went and saw Force Awakens. But when we were an actual official couple, I I don't know the first movie we went and saw, but I ended up taking to her a lot of stuff. Yeah, she likes most of it. She wasn't crazy about Mandy though. Um, oh, sad. <laughs> that that's the end of the scale though. Yeah. She's so just sitting there like, Ugh. yeah, this one, this was a miss. <laughs> I was like, no, no, it wasn't. This was a home run. Ken and I's first date was three ten to Yuma. <laughs> it's so funny because I just don't really like movies like that. But back then, I was like, "Well, it's because you're like with this." I'm like, "He's a charming so guy." Cool. Yeah, and yeah. Took him to. I'm a not cow- like the other girls. No, I'll go to a <laughs> cowboy movie with Christian Bale. Good movie. Yeah, yeah that was not a bad choice. To Yuma. So different from the movies I see now for our podcast. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> it's weird how those things change. Yeah. Gringo. <laughs> Thought it would be a comedy. <laughs> Tastes are always changing and evolving. That's so awesome. My taste definitely changed after that. <laughs> Just make sure to be trust like, your okay, gut. let's. My gut not every very, not everything my, needs the benefit of the doubt. My gut was very wrong that time. <laughs> <laughs> I will admit to that. Yeah, so we might not bring Ken in. That right one was away. probably my hardest. Yeah, you'll though. have to <laughs> take we'll some time, figure in. out the di- figure out the dynamic. Mm-hmm. It'll just be Kyle and I. Don't put a a, don't put a lot of pressure on on Ken to perform. Fill Eric's shoes. No, there's no shoes to fill. Bring in his own shoes. Yeah. Oh, he will. <laughs> will bring in his own taste. There will never be another Eric. No. Oh my goodness. That's why we got to get I'm you just saying. to Skype. You're on in. a high pedestal here, pal. No. <laughs> bring then, that thing down. Because we could still. You know what? No, Eric. I'm <laughs> standing my ground even, here. <laughs> you know, it's even stronger than a tripod. Four legs. It can happen. We can make it work. Technically, tripods three legs are more stable than four legs, but I it, see what you're but saying. But it at least sounds Stronger. better than tripod. Yeah. <laughs> it, it could probably hold more weight. Yes. Yeah. The more weight of these complex, weight. yeah, conversations, <laughs> just the absurdity of this industry. Oh yes. I get the metaphor. We we were there. We we're on the same page. <laughs> cool. Uh, well, we gotta get to your hot wings challenge. Yay. Yes. Um, <laughs> the new releases: Sonic and the Photograph, Son- Fantasy Island. Yep. Uh, downhill, I guess. Downhill is your theaters playing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some of the theaters are. Yeah, Sonic yeah. Will probably take it. Oh, um, Sonic and probably in will. New York or L.A., it's Ordinary Love. Is oh yeah. Oh, Bleecker to... Street's yeah. movie. I want to see a sad, depressing movie about an old couple where one of them probably slowly dies. It'll be tragically beautiful, I'm sure. Maybe. <clears throat> Liam Neeson. Cracked. Liam Neeson. Mm-hmm. 
Cool. All right. Well, time to go destroy my throat. <laughs> and my stomach lining and other parts of me tomorrow. Eric, sign Perfect. off for a short period of time. Temporarily. We're, we'll say he, he's on hiatus. <laughs> he's just taking a little vacation. Yeah. A much needed vacation. See grandma. To see, see grandma. grandma. <laughs> yes. I'll be back after grandma's. Perfect. <laughs> uh, want me to take it out then? Yep. Do okay. your thing, Kyle. Hopefully I won't butcher it like last time. Uh, once again, thank you all for listening to Off the Break Podcast. Uh, you can find us on all the podcast platforms as well as at silverscreeninsider.com. And be sure to check out that website because all the topics that we have discussed is on our website plus an entire database for um, theater owners to use to figure out how to promote the movies that they're going to release. Whew. Much Good better than last time. Much Beautiful. better. Yes. Good job. <laughs> good job. Thank you. <laughs> Have a good weekend, everybody, and look forward to season two of Off the Break Podcast. Yeah. Bye, it'll Eric. It'll be different, but it'll be just as great. Bye, Eric. Bye, Bye. Bye Eric. <laughs> Bye, Eric. <laughs>